Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl Mitzi, and this is Mitzi Thinking. And we are wrapping up Emotion Week, thinking about the emotion of pity. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that we have all had thrown ourselves a pity party at some point, somewhere, sometime in our lives. We had just felt bad for ourselves, and sometimes it's good to feel bad for yourself. But in a very, 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 very extremely small degree. Because you really have to catch yourself before it turns into a pity party. And before you start liking the feeling of of feeling pity for yourself. And then you make it a routine. You make it a habit. And then you constantly are feeling bad for yourself. And I don't think that's necessarily fair. Because you really have to rationalize your thoughts. And when I mean rationalize, you really have to recognize when you are feeling a certain emotion or when you are thinking a certain thought and you know deep down inside you shouldn't be feeling like this you know deep down inside you shouldn't be thinking about something that makes you feel certain way you know what I mean so it comes down to really rationalizing recognizing and then dismissing any thoughts and feelings that you know should not be in your own mind or you know that you should not be having to feel at this exact moment because you have to do whatever you got to do next you know we all have to keep going we all have to keep moving forward we can't just stop you know I feel that people who have pity parties all the time you know I feel bad for them because not only are you not able to recognize the good in yourself and the good that you produce or just the person that you are you know you are only focusing on the bad you are only focusing on the not havings and the never will I or you know you always throw the negative in your face and you don't need to do that you know what I mean you don't need to attack yourself when the world's already planning on attacking you you know because as soon as you go out into the world you get bullies you get people who try to sabotage you and manipulate you and change you from being who you are because they don't understand you and I feel that it comes down to lack of understanding lack of belonging that makes us go into this pity party you know if you don't have the understanding of why for whatever question you're asking for then it makes you feel some type of way makes you question who you are and that's when the pity party begins because when you start questioning oh man I shouldn't have done this oh well I don't want to understand why I'm like this oh this is just terrible if only if I had this if only I didn't go through this and it's like all of these questions and all of these statements and all of these opinions that you're putting on yourself is not right you know I truly believe that if you are an individual that's dealing with pity or seeks pity a lot or you know somebody who deals with pity I feel the best way to deal with other people who have a lot of pity is just just give them that reassurance that they're great and they're okay and then also give them that time for let them figure it out you know because sometimes you need to do that and you also need to do that to yourself if you are going through this pity party as well because a lot of the times people portray themselves as a strong independent individual but deep down they're throwing a pity party every day at a certain time or all the time or you know in their mind they're just throwing a pity party but you don't know the benefits of your life until later on in your years you know 
And sometimes it's even longer to even recognize it because it, it comes to, down to a lot of things that not a lot of us will try to understand either or try to even accept. You know, the biggest thing I always say is you got to accept what you don't understand. And sometimes you got to understand that what you don't accept, you know, it is what it is. So let's just break it down. I have some fun facts for us as well as the definition, because let's really understand what it means. Do you know what it means? Let's find out. So per CambridgeDictionary.com, a feeling of sadness or sympathy for someone else's unhappiness or difficult situation. So that is the definition of pity is a feeling of sadness or sympathy for someone else's unhappiness or difficult situation. But I don't believe it's just someone else's. It's also for yourself because you can feel pity for yourself as well. But I was able to find nine ways mentally strong people prevent self-pity from sabotaging their success. Do you want to know these nine ways? It's pretty, pretty good. So let's begin with number one. Strong people face their feelings. Mentally strong people allow themselves to experience emotions like grief, disappointment, loneliness. You know, head on, they just go right in. They don't allow distractions to follow. They don't allow uncomfortable emotions or questioning whether their problems are fair or by convincing themselves they're suffering more than those around them. You know, we need to face our feelings face what we're going through and i've seen people and heard people's videos and comments and things of that nature across different platforms and they always state that whenever they face their feelings they are able to feel a sense of peace within themselves and i think that is very important because at the end of the day we are all looking for our own peace you know number two Strong people recognize the warning signs of a downward spiral. Do you know when you are going through a downward spiral? Or can you recognize that in somebody else? Because mentally strong people recognize when they're at risk of becoming caught in this downward spiral. And they take action to prevent themselves from living a pitiful life. So when you take action, you just need to just recognize that those feelings are not there because you are doing more. You know, at the end of the day, it's you versus you and you can't let you down. <laughs> Anyways, number three, strong people question their perceptions. Yes, sometimes you have to really question your perception. Mentally strong people question whether their thoughts represent reality. So are you are your thoughts, are your feelings representing your real reality at the moment or are your thoughts and your feelings representing your past? Are they representing your future? Are you anticipating these feelings already? You know, this is something where you have to really focus on because your today, your now is your reality. And when you are able to control or make a contribution in your reality, then you are also able to change what you don't want to actually happen in your future. It just starts with today. It just starts with your now. It just starts with your reality. What are you recognizing it to be? Number four. Strong people turn their negative thoughts into behavioral experiments. Mentally strong people don't allow their negative thinking to turn into a self-fulfilling prophecy. They perform behavioral experiments to prove their negative thinking is wrong. That is the greatest thing that you can do is just to prove your thinking wrong, prove yourself wrong, prove the other people wrong, and go as far as you possibly can until you realize 
it was wrong. Your thinking was wrong, you know? You got to do it for you. These experiments for yourself are important to change your direction in life, change your thought process in life, and change who you are to be a better version of you. That's the whole goal, right? Is to become a better version of ourselves. Number five, strong people reserve their resources for productive activities. So mentally strong people refuse to waste their precious time and energy dwelling on the miseries. Instead, they devote their infinite resources to productive activities that can improve their situation. So you got to improve your situation. Do you have to think productively? All righty. Number six, the practice of gratitude. Strong people practice gratitude. Yes, it's a thing, ladies and gentlemen. So for the people who don't think gratitude is a thing, I, I don't know how many times I've talked about it. I made so many podcasts on gratitude and appreciation and thankfulness. I mean, if I have not, I mean, I'm pretty sure I have. So go check them out because you need to practice gratitude. Everybody needs to practice gratitude. Why? Because we're all just trying. Why? <laughs> because everybody needs to learn that somebody's doing something for someone else. It's not just for you, honey. Anyways, once you recognize how to be grateful, then you are able to not focus on the wrong. Anyways, number seven, strong people help other people. Yes, when you are a strong individual mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever you want to say it, you are able to not see it as an inconvenience to yourself. And you also strive to help improve other people's lives. And when you strive to help improve other people's lives, it makes a big difference, you know, where people want to share that, you know, people want to duplicate that. And if we are all able to help each other, that would be so beautiful, right? We want to have so many arguments and disagreements and wars and not everything that is negative under the sun, right? Anyways, number eight. Strong people refuse to complain. Yes, you need to refuse to complain. <laughs> Mentally strong people don't try to gain sympathy from others by complaining about their difficult circumstances. Instead, they either take an action to make things better or they accept the situations that can't change. Sometimes you just have to accept the situations that can't change. And that is when I say accept what you do not understand and understand what you do not accept ladies and gentlemen and that's right there can help you understand change and move forward with it you know last but not least number nine strong people maintain an optimistic outlook yes you have to have a optimistic outlook on life why because it is important mentally strong people keep an eye on optimistic outlook about their ability to handle whatever life throws their way yes that is the whole point you have to be optimistic i know it's so quick to get in a pity party oh i should have done this oh i can't believe i did this oh i can't believe this happened this way oh i should have known better but you have to be strong and have an optimistic outlook because it helps you grow as an individual and that's the point let's level up on our maturity right so i got us our three quotes we're wrapping up the show quote number one it's a mistake to confuse pity with love mm -mm -mm. beautiful number two self-pity is our worst enemy and if we yield to it we can never do anything wise in this world mm -mm -mm. and last but not least the only person who is going to give you security and the life you want is you mm -mm -mm. yes ladies and gentlemen that is right it is you you have to you have to do it for you 
that being said, I thank you for listening. I thank you for thinking with me. I thank you for everyone out there because <laughs> it's nice to see a lot more people from different states tuning in and thinking with me. I'm very grateful for y'all. So don't forget to share, like, follow, and let everybody know that your girl Mitzi is just trying to have you think about these things so that you can be a better version of yourself. That is the goal, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, okay. And side note. <laughs> so the other day, I almost burned my house down. It was really scary. I wanted to fry some food and my dumb ass. <laughs> I went to go heat up the grease and I let it sit. I thinking it was going to take a long time. You know what I mean? Me thinking, oh, it's going to be a long time before it actually like heats up. So I... I go to the living room, sit down, look at my phone. And then before I know, it started to smell like smoke, like really bad. I'm like, oh, okay. So the grease, you know, it smelled like grease. So I was like, oh, okay. So the, the oil's almost heated up. So let me go and check it. I go check the pot and, and the pot is just like steaming. Like all you see is just smoke in the air. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So then I turn off the stove and i'm trying to i I don't know what to do i just it, it was just heat it was just hot you know it was just steaming and then five seconds later here the whole entire pot's on fire oh my goodness it just went on fire and flames and it was so scary it was so intense i didn't know what to do so i was like okay let me just cover it up because you should never put water on a grease fire you know that was one thing i've always learned always instilled in my mind you don't ever put water on a grease fire that's something you don't do but I didn't know what you were supposed to put on a grease fire. So I figured, okay, let me cover it up because maybe that's the best thing I should do is just shh, limit the oxygen, right? But I threw the cover over the pot, but oh, it didn't do it. You know what I mean? Maybe it lessened it a little, but it didn't do what I needed it to do. So I got scared that that was going to get on fire and then the stove was going to get on fire. Like my mind just went intense. So I just moved the pot into the sink. But I was like, do not turn on the water. Do not put water on a grease fire. So it just didn't go down. So I called my husband. And I was like, oh, my God, I was freaking out. I was literally freaking out because it wouldn't stop. It, it just got bigger. It looked like it literally looked like it got bigger. So I was like, oh, my God. And <laughs> so I called him and I'm freaking out. And he w wasn't answering my call the first time. He was like, I'll call you back with the customer. I was like, no, 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 no. You fucking answer my call. <laughs> so I called him back right away and he picks up the phone and he's like, what? What's going on? And I'm screaming. I'm like, oh, my God, it's on fire. The pot's on fire. It won't stop. It won't stop. I need you to come home. And he's like, OK, OK, OK. And he's like, put something on and put flour. We don't got flour. Put rice on it. I was like, OK. So I'm like, I, should I dump it? No, no, no. That sounds like a really, really bad idea. Don't dump it because we don't know if it's going to really work. So I was like, OK. So I basically picked up a little bit of it like in my hand and threw it at the fire and it just went bigger i was like oh my god the current's gonna get on fire what the fuck do i do talk about the fire department i was like 911 come here come 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 just come <laughs> and they came and they said that they were going to be on their way and my, then my husband called and he was like oh okay are you okay i was like no the fire's not out it's still burning and it was burning and burning oh my goodness it was so scary it was so intense so long story short um the fire department came by the fire department by the time they came they walked into the house and the fire was out you know it was, the house was just really really smoky like dark ashy smoky and and then my husband pulled up and 
I sat in the car and I was like trying to calm down. But yeah, like that's my story. <laughs> I know it's a long one and then I cut short, but it was really intense. You know, I ran upstairs trying to like get my dog so that we can go downstairs and leave because that's what the fire department said to just stay outside. So I ran upstairs and I... <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I didn't realize I had a candle on in the living room. So I had to turn that off. I blew that out. So then I, I ran upstairs and I tripped a little bit. And thankfully, everything's okay. My belly's okay. My baby's okay. No need to worry there. Um, We're both okay. But I ran upstairs. I, I, I turned off the heater because I had it. Apparently, we had the heater on upstairs too. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I turned that off. <laughs> I turned that off and um, I hid anything that needed to be hidden. And... <laughs> And then um, I basically ran back downstairs and my dog followed me and um, I, put, I was able to put his leash on him and we just waited and it was just intense. So by the time the, the fire department left, they aired it all out. And now my house is just a little ashy still. I have to clean it, so, but it's hard because I'm pregnant and my husband works a lot, but it's okay. It is just crazy to just think about. So I'm, I'm just sharing with y'all literally pay attention to these grease um and these oils and these candles and anything that you have like too much plugged into one outlet you know be smart be safe because let's be honest home fires at this time of the year oh my god i would have known where i would have gone it would have been too intense and i would have oh my goodness i just thank god that oh, i thank god that everything happened and i am safe and everything's safe because let's be honest it could have been worse you know, and that's my random thought. You know, that's my random story. <laughs> if you prefer my random stories versus my random thoughts, that's cool. Let me know. I'll I'll give you all more of my personal stories because I do some shit that's kind of embarrassing sometimes. <laughs> and it's kind of questionable. And it's just it's just because sometimes I I just I just forget. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. Anyways, food for thought. Do not pity the dead. Pity the living. And above all, all those who live without love. Mm -mm -mm. With that being said, stay positive and optimistic. Stay healthy. Make smart choices. Do not leave your fryer burning without you present. And don't put it too hot either. You know, pay attention. <laughs> don't be like me, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be like me. All right. Till next time. Be safe. Bye, y'all.